This is the Soulfully Casual Podcast hosted by Matty Ice. And now, your host, Matty Ice. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Soulfully Casual Podcast, or welcome if it's the first time you're listening. Uh, as always, this show is brought to you by Matty Ice Media, and I'm your host, Matty Ice, and I have to admit, it's a Monday and I'm struggling a little bit. Um, one of the things I've always strived for on this show is to be as transparent as possible, is to be as open-minded, um, as genuine as I can be, because the cornerstone of Soulfully Casual is me. The cornerstone is being as open with you as possible, as honest, and just sort of being the most me I can possibly be. I think one of the benefits of doing business that way is you know that everything that comes out of my mouth is a genuine statement. I don't think you listen thinking that I'm going to give you some canned speech or, you know, sort of give you some semblance of, I don't even know, like fabricated material, contrived material that's sort of pleasing a crowd or placating a mass or something like that. I've talked about many issues on the show. I've talked about political issues. I've talked about sports. I've talked about just societal issues in general, social justice, things of this nature. And I think I've been able to steer clear of, you know, coming off as if I'm trying to take one side or the other for the benefit of the show. One of the things I talk about quite a bit on this show is mental health. I think I've mentioned it a few times, and I've also mentioned that I struggle with it. Um, the dealings with Naomi Osaka recently have got me thinking about my own mental health, and unfortunately, uh, I seem to be a little bit in a downturn when it comes to my own mental health. The ironic part about it is I recently had a therapy session in which my therapist said I don't need therapy anymore. And there was a part of me that was happy that I've made such progress and I feel like I have made progress. And the other part of me felt like I just can't give it up. I was scared to give it up. And this is kind of the reason why. There's going to be times throughout my mental health journey that I'm not right, that I take a step back or I don't feel like myself. And I have to admit, this past weekend, I did not feel like myself for a good majority of the weekend. Uh, Friday, my wife went out with a friend that she hasn't seen since the start of the pandemic. She took my son. It was the first time my son had met this this woman, and I was glad that they were gone. You know, because not, not because I was glad they were gone, like as if, oh, so thank God that they're gone. I was glad because I know that one thing that my wife has struggled with over the course of this pandemic, over the course of early motherhood, has been getting time to herself. And while she was with my son and she had to take him with him, she didn't have to, she decided to take him with her. I think it was therapeutic in a way. I was left at home trying to figure out what I was going to do with my day. And, you know, in a perfect world, I think I would have been able to do some of the things that I wanted to do. But um, I think my mental health caught up with me and I felt as if I needed to prove that my day was fruitful, that my day was productive. Um, I very much struggle with not doing enough. I struggle with not being able to take care of my family, not keeping my end of the bargain. Uh, late last year, my wife and I went through some stuff where, you know, I had lost focus a little bit. And while I didn't think it was to the extent that she did, I still lost focus. And what, what happens with me in those time periods is that I kind of become scarred by them when there's a time period that someone feels let down by me, someone feels as if I have not 
you know, lived up to expectations, so to speak. I've disappointed somebody. That stays with me pretty much forever. I really have a hard time letting go of those incidences. I've talked many times about how I beat myself up over things, how I let things linger in my mind, and I'm my harshest critic. critic. And I think this is one of those times where I felt as if I was reverting back to an old mindset. I was reverting back to an old self. And while I didn't have a to-do list of anything to do, I felt as if I needed to be doing something the whole time. So I spent the entirety of her time away cleaning the house, doing chores, and didn't take any time for myself. I took basically no time for myself. And I think when I'm looking back on it, I was resentful of the fact that I did that because I felt like she was projecting that on me. But she wasn't projecting that on me. I was projecting that on myself. And honestly, this whole weekend has felt off. Um, we have felt completely out of sync. And it's tough. Marriage is very tough. Um, I hear a lot, you know, about couples who say, how do people stay married as long as they do? How do they work through their issues? And honestly, working through issues, working through conflict, having conflict in general is part of the gig. There's no magic panacea that's going to make a marriage wonderful. Even the happiest of couples that have shown themselves to be happy in person, they've shown themselves to be happy on social media, have their moments where it is difficult. It's difficult because we are spending time with the same person over and over and over again. And I think when I look at myself in the context of marriage, I find myself to be a horrible husband. I find myself to be lacking in so many areas. I don't look at myself thinking that I do a good job as a partner, that I do a good job as a lover, that I do a good job as, you know, a, a parent. I feel lately like I have been letting everybody down. But the interesting part is nobody has given me that vibe. At least nobody's told me that. I don't know. I'm just struggling with it. I'm struggling with the fact that I can't seem to get out of my own way. I'm struggling with the fact that I feel like a burden to other people. I struggle with the fact that I feel as if everybody that has me in their life right now could do better. I don't feel like I'm holding myself to a high standard. I don't feel like I'm holding myself to a place where I'm doing a good job, that people are happy to have me around. And it's not like a suicidal thing at all. It's just, I don't feel like I'm doing what I need to do to make people happy. And I don't know, like, I don't know how to get, I don't know how to get around it myself. I don't know how to pull myself out of this. And I know that I eventually will, but I find myself struggling to be myself because there's a good part of me that feels like the person that I am even though it's somebody that I love even though that it's somebody who over the last five years I've spent a good amount of time finding a good amount of time honing and while I truly like the person that I am and am proud of the person that I am there is a large part of me that wonders if that's good enough for other people and whether that person that I have become is somebody that doesn't fit into the current mold of my life and it's a strange strange feeling it's a strange strange place to be and i'm reaching out to you as the listeners to ask like how do you get around it what is it that you do when you feel like you're not good enough um how do we get around that like how how do we cope with the idea that while we are not actively doing something or being told that we're not good enough how do you actively cope with the idea that you're not good enough 
And I think about the mental health struggles of Naomi Osaka and other athletes and how mental health is not something that you can just fix in one session. It's not something that you can fix by taking a pill. It's something that kind of follows you throughout your life. And we as a society have become more and more open to it, more and more knowledgeable about it. We have learned so much about how the human psyche is littered with these mental health issues that basically plague every single person. Depression is not something that you have if you are just chemically unbalanced. It's not something you have if you are broken. Everybody goes through it. I mean, there's a reason why postpartum depression is so common. How many millions of women have children over the course of a calendar year? How many of those women have postpartum depression? And how many people never talk about it? You know, depression is something that is very, very common. And I think it's something that's not commonly talked about enough. It's not something that we have put on a list of true ailments that people need time for. Um, thinking about our jobs, thinking about our professions. When we are in a place at work where we are not performing, our bosses can let us know very easily. And most of us are reprimanded or fired for that because we're there to perform. We are getting paid for results and we're getting paid to do a job. The interesting part about that is everybody has a job, but everybody also has a life outside of that job. We have interests, we have issues, we have problems, we have complicating factors that it's hard to separate when you go to a job. It's hard to separate when you go anywhere. Like if my wife and I are having some type of a marital dispute, it's very difficult to keep that out of parenthood. It's very difficult to keep that from our, our son, right? Because your son is around you all the time. Your kids are around you all the time. You are constantly a parent. No matter how old your kids are, you're constantly a parent. And when they're younger, they're oblivious to it, but you still have to be you. You have to be on at all times. And I'm finding myself struggling with that because while I think I know what to do to be a good parent, while I think I'm doing that to be a good parent, it seems like there's something that I just can't get straight and I feel as if my wife has to pick up the slack at all times. And I feel like there's so much resentment coming my way from so many people that I'm just not adequate enough for the people around me. And I don't know what to do about it. Um, mental health. It's so important. And I, I just want everybody who's listening to know that if you've ever felt this way, if you've ever felt as if you are not good enough, if you've ever felt any type of depression or any type of feelings that just you're not right you're not alone you're never alone and while I understand that taking my own life is never something that I will do because the finality of it is just too real I never could imagine myself doing something so drastic but yet suicide is such a huge killer in the country and worldwide and why because I think we haven't quite normalized mental health I don't think we've normalized the issues that people go through I don't think we've normalized it in a way to where our jobs will allow us time off, paid time off to deal with it, that people are more understanding. I mean, think about all the sports figures who have come out talking about their mental health issues, having panic attacks, Kevin Love having a panic attack on the court, other athletes having panic attacks after interviews, uh, you know, during the, the heat of competition, um, needing time off because they need time to get themselves right and yet, what do we do as fans? We say, get back out there and play. Just shut up and dribble. Like, you're getting paid to play. You're getting paid to entertain. And we kind of forget that people are human beings. Every single person that we encounter in some way has something that they go through. And maybe it's not depression. Maybe it's not something on that realm. 
but they have something. Every time you see somebody at the grocery store, are, is there something that they can't that they can't afford? Is there somebody that they've lost recently? Is there something that they've lost recently, right? And it's so important to think about the aspects of everything that we are going through. The pandemic itself has been challenging in so many ways. And I think one aspect that we are going to learn so much about over the next four or five years is what type, what type of cascading effects in mental health the pandemic has had for our society. There were a lot of people who were shut in and shut out from many people in their lives, from many activities in their lives. Look at me, for example. I was used to going to a gym. I was used to sparring, working out with people in person, and then all of that shut off. I'm used to seeing my friends. I'm used to being able to go places that I like to go, go to a store, you know, and being not being able to take my son out and leave my wife at home so she can have that time has been really tough. And now that we're coming out of it, even though I'm vaccinated, even though I'm looking forward to getting my life back to a more public place, I struggle with where do I go? What do I do? How do I do this? And it's hard. And I think many people are going through this. I think many people are finding it very, very challenging to come back to the world. They're finding it very, very challenging to reemerge into a society that we have been told to stay away from for so long. Not to mention, society has gotten a little bit crazy since the pandemic started. Just going out in public, you're not sure whether you're supposed to wear a mask, not supposed to wear a mask. You get looks from people if you aren't wearing a mask, if you are wearing a mask. And I feel like the social media vitriol, the, the venom that has come out on social media is starting to creep and creep and creep into our society. It's starting to creep into how we treat each other. So all of that to say that I'm struggling and honestly, I know that I'm not the only one. I know that in the confines of my bubble, in the confines of my household, my family and so forth, that the people around me that love me will talk this through with me. They will allow me to hopefully get better and hopefully improve. And maybe one day, maybe one day I will be able to know that I'm okay and that I'm adequate. But it's something that I struggle with very much. It's something that I'm struggling with today. Even as a podcast host, I see my dwindling numbers. Um, people aren't nearly as excited about the show as they once were. Uh, people that were listening, friends have dropped off and lives get busy. So I don't expect anything from people, but it's a labor of love. And when you see that your labor of love is falling off, that people aren't as interested in it, it's disheartening. It's disheartening to put time and effort into something that ultimately you feel as if nobody cares about. And even though I've had so many international listeners recently, it's the people that are close to you that you look to, to sort of help you with that, to help get you off the ground. You want to feel like you're believed in. Everybody needs that validation. Everybody needs to feel like they're good enough. And it's something that I'm struggling with. And, and maybe that is my problem. Maybe I need too much validation. I don't know. I feel like I go through most of my life just trying to do the best that I can and I fail so many times like and failure just doesn't do much for me like I can't get out of I don't know when I fail it just sticks with me and it's it's hurting me right now and I'm sorry to take this episode and vent I'm sorry to take this episode and make it about me and make it about my problems when I know that many people listening are going through something else and I think that's what the ultimate positive aspect of all of this is 
all of you that are listening that are feeling the same way that I'm feeling, that just aren't right, that just aren't yourself, um, we're not alone. We're actually together in this. If you are, let me hear from you. You know, get reach out to the show on Instagram. Reach out to the show on MattySmedia.com. Do something. Tell me something. Tell me something good. Tell me something positive that you've discovered. Tell me something that has helped you cope with whatever it is you are going through now. And maybe, just maybe, we can cope together. Maybe we can come up with something for each other to help us get it through, to help make our lives seem a little bit brighter. And who knows, I could wake up tomorrow morning and feel so much better. I could wake up tomorrow and forget that this feeling ever existed. Um, But mental health is real, folks, and your host goes through it too. And I've talked about it in the past tense before, but it's happening in the present and I'm struggling with it. And I really want this show to highlight that so much. I wanna have guests on that talk about this. And again, not for the, just the benefit of the show, but for the benefit of anybody who listens. One thing that I've heard in terms of feedback on the show is that the episodes that I've talked about my weight loss journey have helped so many people. So many people have listened to it and thought, oh, I know exactly how that feels. Um, I struggle with that too. It's nice to know that somebody has had success while also going through that. Because I think we see people who have reached the end of the tunnel, who have had that period of success, and we think to ourselves, how can I ever get there? You know, how can I ever get there? And you feel sort of lost in the journey. You feel very isolated because it's very difficult to go through something severe, to go through something drastic when you feel like you're all alone. You feel stranded in the middle of an ocean with just a paddle and a raft and no direction. And when you have that commiseration with others, and it doesn't have to just be in negatives, sometimes it can just be like little things that get you over the hump. When you find somebody else or a group of somebody else's who have gone through that and you can make that connection, it's very powerful. It's a connection piece and you feel less alone. And the more and more we stack on that feeling of togetherness, it's so much easier to move forward. And I think that's what I'm lacking. I think in the moment, I feel very much like I'm the only one going through this. I feel very much like it's projected on me, that I'm the reason why people are unhappy, that I'm the reason why life is not the way that it should be for a lot of people. And I know that most of that is fabricated in my own head. I know that most of that is not true. I know that there are times where I do mess up that there are times where I need to be better. And perhaps this is not one of those times, but I'm struggling with it. And one day, one day, I'll be able to say that I'm not struggling with it. But today is not that day. And I'm going to have ups and downs. You're all going to have ups and downs. And anybody who is struggling with never feeling better, I think it's okay to feel that way. But you know what? It's also okay to feel okay. And I think at some point, we all will feel okay And who knows, maybe by the time that happens, mental health will be something that is considered serious enough to where we can take off the time that we need to get ourselves straight, to get our lives right. Because in the end, if we're more mentally stable, we're able to take care of ourselves in an emotional way, that self-care, that self-help stuff where, hey, I need to just get some of my shit in order. I need to get some of my ducks in a row mentally. And then you know what? It's going to make me a better person. It's going to make me a better worker, a better friend better parent, better spouse, better human being. 
And ultimately, like I say many, many, many times in this show, the world will be better off with all of that. So thank you for listening to me on Monday. Um, you know, the way that I kind of think of this is it's like I'm talking to a friend. And I don't know how many of those friends are listening. I don't know how many of those friends actually care. But just knowing that somebody is listening, I'm imagining you sitting across from me telling me that you, f you understand how I feel. You can empathize with how I'm feeling. And I already feel better. So thank you to the listeners for just tuning in in general. Everybody who's listened, and even if you have dropped off, I appreciate every bit of support that I've received up until now from the, the states all across the country, all across the globe. Everybody has done their part to support this show, and I'm not going to stop. I never will stop. I want to keep this show going, and I want to keep it exactly what it is, a casual vibe, but a genuine vibe, an honest vibe. And I will always, always, always do that, even on days like today when I'm struggling. I hope this finds you well. I hope this finds you safe. Please connect with the show on Instagram, Soulfully Casual Podcast, MattySmedia.com. You can find this show, all the other episodes, all other podcasts, the manual, political football, cowboy season, cotton in the rocket ship, and other YouTube content. And I will talk to you on Wednesday. See you all down the road and be safe. Soulfully Casual is exclusively owned by Matty Ice and is brought to you by Matty Ice Media.